Harvesting Six-Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Applegate. Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, AJ Epigarth. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going. It's going great. It's going? It's going is it? Are you sure? Great. You, you yeah. sound like it, man. You sound you sound thrilled right now. You know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. All right, man. So tonight we are going to be covering our outfield position preview we've got a great guest in store for you so we'll get him on here shortly but before we do that let's get to our business here and remind you guys hit that subscribe button hit those like buttons hit the ratings leave the comments we appreciate it does helps us out a lot um and then guys become an all-access member at fantasy six pack um if you haven't caught the news go go to fancy pros by the way and uh their twitter We've got three guys in the top 10 of the rankings from last season. Um, Travis at number 10. I'm number six. And then, best of all, Keith Lott, number one. The most accurate rankings out there right now on our site. Three in the top 10. And we added Tim McCullough, who, if y'all aren't aware, he, uh, for a brief period of time when he was doing rankings back in the day, was the number one ranked, uh, number one most accurate ranker over like a three-year span, like a few years ago. But uh, he's now back into the rankings business and with us. So that's a that's a pretty good crew when you when you consider all the uh, the hardware we've got there. I guess if you want to call it that. So you're gonna get access to the our full rankings there. You're gonna get access to the draft cheat sheets with. Uh, which if you ask, you know, anybody's used them so far, they've all given glowing reviews. So I'm loving it. Um, and then, uh, you got access to our discord, which is free for anybody, but we've got some premium channels for you guys who are members. So go there, fancy six slash plans. Use promo code F six P M L B for 15% off. And that'll all be in the show notes. So, uh, if you didn't catch all the links and stuff, just go ahead and look there. And then hashtag suck at Keith. <laughs> no, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> loving it, man. Congratulations, dude. That that was awesome. I was I had to do like a double take. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, I saw my name and was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Six. I, you know, I wish I'd done better. And then I was like, wait a minute. Hey, that's Keith. Holy hell. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, he, he like, he, he messaged me on Slack and was like, is this real? Or is this like a spoof account? What the hell is this? And I'm like, nope, nope. That's real, dude. <laughs> he like, he couldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it either, man. Like that, that's, that's crazy. Uh, finished, finished very well over a lot of great, great people in the industry. So, uh, huge, huge congratulations to Keith there. So, um, but guys, 
you're running out of time. If you haven't created your league yet this year, or you know you're struggling with your league this year, time to move it to Fantrax. It is by far the best place to play, in my opinion. The most customizable leagues out there. Uh, the the player pool is massive. So for those of you, especially in dynasty leagues, that is the place to be. Uh, I I don't play any of my leagues that I host myself anywhere else. That that's where they all go. Uh, I I just how you can set it up, all the different variations, all the the deeper player pool, and then. I think AJ, you've said it a few times. Like, if there's somebody missing for some reason, you know, oh. if you're in like a deep, deep dynasty league, yeah. and you just need him added, reach out to him. Just and be like, like hey, hey, this guy's missing. I boom. like this guy. Like a day later, he's not he. here. And like, <laughs> you were saying, boom, he's already there. Yeah, it's like, it's oh. it's nuts. And so they are they're very responsive. Um, they're good people over there. So I highly suggest you move your leagues over there. You can go to fantasysixpack.net or fantrax. Dot com. I'm reading the notes at the bottom here of the ticker. Um, fantracks.com slash fantasy. That's what you pack. get for reading. I know. Okay. The, the teleprompter, right? I'm, I'm, okay, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> right? Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, Hashtag suck it. <laughs> anyway, fantracks.com slash fantasy six pack to create your free account today. So go ahead and do that. Um, so. Before we bring our guests on, we got one more thing to do, and that is our beer of the week. Mm, beer. AJ, what you got? Uh, I'm drinking quite a fitting and quite possibly one of the best beer names of all time. Beer in the headlights. <laughs> nice. I like it. Uh, this is a <laughs> double IPA, 8.2 at... Burley Oak Brewing, where my beautiful wife decided to have a birthday party for me uh, in Berlin, Maryland. Beautiful little town, lots of fun little shops. And, of course, Burley Oak is there. So, yes, yes, it is good. Cool. All right. I am drinking a beer from uh, Triple Crossing. It's called Green Dreams. Pretty fitting for a baseball show. Uh, double IPA. I believe I gave this one a four on Untapped, four out of five. So, very tasty IPA. All right. Cheers and Cheers. let's get this show rolling. And um, without further ado, let's bring on our guest, Mr. Paul Sporer of Fangraphs. Happy to have you here, man. First time guest. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I always think to invite you on, and then I just I don't know. I just don't because I'm. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yes. How's it going? Good, very good, well. Man. Very well, man. Glad to so, have you aboard. Talk some outfield today. Can you talk about it? It's a lot, a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's one position, a lot of great players there, but it's always deceptively deep because you yes. see all the star talent. You're like, That's deep. But in most leagues, yep. you need five or at least three, and that really yep. starts to drain that pool. Yes. So jumping right into our first question, segue perfectly there. Uh, so we want to talk about a little strategy for all these positions and, you know, of course, the strategy for every position is, oh, go get the best guys. Well, you can't do that for everything, right? <laughs> so what is your, your typical strategy heading into a draft for out the outfield position? And let, let's uh, maybe split this up a little bit because, right, in I think most leagues you're looking at five outfielders now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, there's different size leagues. So you get, you know, you're kind of your 12 team leagues, which I think is a little more standard. Then you get your like 15 teamers, which is like your NFB style. So maybe break it down just slightly between those two different size leagues and, and how you attack the outfield position there. Well, if I'm being honest, it doesn't change that much depending on the league. It's early and often in, in most formats for me with outfielders because, again, it is that deceptively deep position there. Everyone sees all the star talent and figures, oh, there's going to be plenty there for me. And it starts to dry up because you also have multi-eligible guys that can be drafted for other spots too. Obviously, in three outfielders, you can go a little bit easier. So maybe not, maybe not the often part of the early mm. and often, but definitely still early. I still want to get a premium outfielder in the three outfielder situations but in anything with five whether it's 12 team or 15 team i'm drafting heavy there because that's where you're going to get so much of your production that i really think you got to be in on outfielders early and i want to get those premium guys and i just i'm a big sucker for power speed so i'm going to be going after those monsters yeah i i agree with that um i i agree with it yet i don't seem to ever follow it in my drafts <laughs> and i don't know why um I, I just keep telling myself i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna draft outfield early and it's never my strategy and and it always seems to burn me so i mean i find ways other ways but outfield it, it is deep like you said but you know these leagues where you have five i mean yeah people might grab one two uh, random positions and or you know a position in a pitcher and then it's just boom 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 and they just hit outfield yeah and then guys and are gone and it's like it's like they'll think like and a lot of people that will wait will cite the guys that break out and say well i can get this guy this guy but you gotta hit too you have oh, yeah. to hit like yeah of course any position you can wait on if you have a, a almanac that from back in the future that tells you who the good guys are gonna be yep. but otherwise <laughs> you need that production and you also have to think about what your league mates are getting. So, yes, there are steady guys in the middle that you're interested in, but that should be for your depth, not for your starters. I, I don't care if you love, you know, like a like a, a Brandon Nimmo, and I don't want to spoil all the guys that we're going to talk about, but like an Alex Verdugo or, you know, guys like that. But if they're your one and two or even your two and three, I think you're behind the eight ball. You need some yeah, of that premium production up front there. And for me, I got to get one of my top 10 to 12 at the position of, of outfield to feel safe with how I'm building my five man outfields. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tend to lean outfield like, and, and, and it kind of burns me at some of the other positions, unfortunately, like I, I really want to hit second base early, but yeah, because I typically go after outfield like that or because shortstop's deep, I then end up not getting one of the top shortstops, like just something else gives yeah. And I don't like it. I hear that. But but I, I still think it's you know, the right move, though. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you can get so much five-category uh, help there's, there's from the outfit position you for get, about yeah. 20 people deep, at least 20, 25 maybe people deep. Um, maybe not from everybody, but there is a general sense of, like, that's a core group of guys there that can give you <laughs> multiple-category help. Uh, and production and then once that falls off then you're looking at like maybe three category guys and then you drop mm -hmm. to the two category guys to where after the first like five second baseman you're already there so it's like <laughs> who cares at that point so go get those five category guys and yeah 
And in the fantasy six pack uh, series draft, you know, I, I kind of, kind of shoot my shoot myself in the foot it felt like but i you know after hearing you say that maybe i feel a little bit better like i took acuna robert and brian reynolds like i i took brian reynolds because on the cheat sheet he was the highest rated guy and he had been for like a full round and i was like and you okay your sheet. but i needed yeah. shortstop and i was like well there's like seven of them so i'm gonna hopefully i'll get one of them right <laughs> yep i'll be they fine oh wait before they i came back to me and i was like <laughs> i got the very last one in Tim Anderson, but I had to reach like an extra. I reached like an extra, like fifteen ADP points over, and I was just like, yeah, I can't let another. I can't let it pass anymore. <laughs> I, um, I still think that you know you want to be getting that outfield production, especially a, a position like nice. second base. The the after the top few guys, it's all the same. Yeah, I, I, I just like I, I yeah. Once I saw this, once Jimenez got drafted, and like that's like the sixth or fifth or sixth second baseman off the board, I was like. I'm out. I'm just going to let something yep. fall to me at this point because they all don't really matter. I don't, um, I don't we do have a question that. there. What was that? Let's put it back on the board or, or just a comment here. Um, yeah. Oscar Gonzalez, Quan, and Colas, this league winning outfield. I agree with some of those. I, I'm I like Quan a, a little bit. At least he's like super average. He'll yeah. boost some steals. He's like that three category guy, he's, right? Yeah, he's so he's like the runs, the steals, guy. and the average. After I'm that, you're like hard out on Oscar Gonzalez. I think he's yeah. I don't, I don't fall apart this. Don't year. draft me ADP players list. Only draft from your queue. I I agree. I agree. Um, so which is what right. exactly I did. So all right. So let's jump in here to the next question, AJ. We'll break it down. Go through some players here. In your paragraph question, we, AJ. We may. It's all, I, I wrote all of these, so you're welcome that I left yours short. Um, so I wrote <laughs> I 90% of them, I, and there was one that you wrote, so I'll, I'll give mm -hmm. that to you. Anyway, first first question here is about J-Rod, Mr. Julio Rodriguez. I mean, he's arguably a top-five pick. Um pretty much thanks to his ridiculous 2022 stat line. Mm -hmm. 84 runs, 28 homers, 75 ribbies, 25 stolen base. Oh, and, and his slash line was pretty good, too. Uh, 280, 284, 348, 509. He led all rookies with uh, his OPS. Um, pretty much stood alone, winning Rookie of the Year for the AL. Received AL or all MLB second team honors, uh, silver slugger. Uh, oh, and he was a runner up in the home run derby. So that's a pretty impressive way to start your rookie career. Um, but does all of this early success scream of a sophomore slump to you? Or are you still just taking him pretty early in the first and have full confidence? I do have full confidence in taking J-Rod in the first. I, I, I will do it. I haven't done it yet, mostly just because of where my picks are falling. I haven't really had the opportunity to get them. It does scream sophomore slump in that it's really hard to build upon this and be even yeah. better. Julio mm -hmm. Rodriguez is somebody who could do it. But usually the sophomore slump isn't so much that they get, get worse. It's just that when they set a career high with their rookie year, there's nowhere to go but down a little bit. Probably going to happen. But there is so much wiggle room there with J Rod that he can come down and still be a first round pick. Don't forget, first round pick doesn't have to deliver first round value to be worth it. You're really drafting the floor with the upside to be one of the very best players. Like that's the combination that you're drafting. So, what's the worst that a healthy, you know, full J Rod 
uh, is. It's probably like a fourth or fifth round pick. And you wouldn't love that. That would be giving back a little, a little something there on picking him at number two or number one, anywhere in the top five. But the chances of him being a firm first round pick or the top overall player are also a lot higher than most of the other guys. So I, I, I don't have him for any sort of major drop off. Growth isn't linear. You don't just keep going up. But his skills are such that I just don't really see a major fall. J-Rod looks like one of those generational talents. I'm in on him. I have no problem taking him as a high early first-round pick. Yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. He's kind of like my 5-6 guy. Like, I debate between him and, and, and the Tuckers and stuff like that. But, and Paul, real quick, if you don't mind, like, unplug your mic real quick from your computer and plug it back in. And then uh, you're, you're like it, – it's, like, staticky real bad. I, mine used to do it all the time. So, uh, I don't yeah, think – you don't want to be in association with Joe and anything, so yeah, we <laughs> yeah ride him hard and hang him up. But I got I got this nice setup here with the boom arm, and I got a nice not good enough. It, ha- it hasn't done it since I've had it, so shut up, guys. Anyway, um, no, I really do like him. He's you know he's a yes. huge power speed guy here, and and um, he, he's definitely an elite talent that you want at the top of the board to kind of to kind of set the stage for your team. That, that's a great start. That's why you see all these Turners, Acunas, Ramirez, stuff like that usually go super early because they are like they're, – they're near elite at both home runs and steals. And so you, mm-hmm. it's a great way to start your draft. So, ooh, I am on, I am on, the, on the clock here. So we, we, like, we like Webb or Lodolo. I feel like I'm just going starting pitching. Oh, I'm going with oh, Webb. Oh, we got two picks. All right. Oh, we Webb. I like it. I like it. Let's do Webb. Oh. Love it. Okay. AJ, all right. You got it. What well, what was happening with my mic, by the way? Oh, it just sounds like so it gets staticky and then like I yeah. think what it is is like loses connection real quick. And then but okay. all the all the sound catches up, so you sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's okay. hilarious. Okay. Mine used to do it all the time. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, way better it's, now. Okay, good. good, it's, good. It's yeah, good. you're you're perfect. J Rod's going forty forty this year. I he, hey. he could. Acuna he could. wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's Those do are it. The kind of guys that can do it, and it's the thing is like they don't have to be worth the first round pick, but the fact that they can, and so few guys realistically can, that's why you take somebody like J Rod. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so All right, AJ, uh, who you got? I, let's let's get your pick out of the way, and then I'll, I'll rip I'm, off I'm the next up, question yeah. here. Uh, so I started off. I'm in the one five. I started off with Trey Turner because I'm a Phillies fan. I went a little homer with that pick. Yeah, uh, took Devers. You can't go wrong playing homer on that one. It, well, exactly. I I'm okay with it. And unlike Joe, I like to lock up shortstop. Just even as deep as it is, I'm afraid of that random run that's going to hit me. With shortstop, not with pitching, because that did next. Uh, but I still managed to get Woodruff as my SP one. Then followed up with the Rosarina and Springer. Uh, then I got hit on the back end again of another pitching run and got saddled with Ray. So now I'm sitting here at the seven five, looking at, and this is by by ADP, uh, a D Diaz. Uh, Emmanuel Classe, I got Eloy, I got McKenzie, I got Reynolds, who I kind of like, I got Logan Webb. So all the like top closers are still here. I'm debating on actually. So it's a saves holds league, remember? So it doesn't necessarily that that matters a lot. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't care about those. What division did we figure out you were in? (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know if I did. <laughs> we totally did, but so with web available. Butterfinger. Butterfinger, Web, there you go. Paul, your mic's doing it again, by the way. <laughs> Starters, I got. Shoot. I am really sorry. Streamer. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, no, don't be sorry. It's, no, yeah. it's good. It ain't your fault. Just uh, keep reading fault. the private chat. I'll, I'll type it in there if it happens during the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Let me close. Stuff. So, For you, AJ, honestly. I mean, I still need first and second base. I feel like at this point I'm, I'm waiting on them. Um, well... Uh, yeah, well, Abreu's there. That's not bad. It, yeah, I like Abreu. Second base, there's Jimenez a couple guys there. Who's, who's you got? Speed, you got Turner, Rosarina. So you don't need speed. So I would say Jimenez would be a good second base. But you're kind of you're you're pretty <sighs> solid on speed there. You got third. Yeah, I do like Jimenez too. Um, I, I mean, dude, honestly, I, I'm I'm bullish on McKenzie this year. I don't know, I, Paul. I what do you think? Like, like McKenzie, I'm torn because he's a body comp. I, I, we have the same build. He's uh, he's a stick just <laughs> like myself. In fact, his name is Doctor Sticks. He's six five, uh, one sixty five, which is which is what I'm toting. I, mean, I do worry about him, that or being able to hold up. The talent or is, Kirby. is unquestioned for McKenzie. It's a matter yeah. of can he hold up for six months again? So I do like. I, him I would say, yeah, I would say it's either Abreu or. Where are we going? Um, or if you want to, if you want to take the chance of McKen- McKenzie, is very highly rated for me. So I, I, you can, it's a chance though, and you already got Ray and yeah, I mean, McKen- too, so. I, the I mean, the strikeout there for McKenzie Reynolds, is no. I mean, I kind of he's I like the best strikeout pitcher left on the board just about. So um, yeah, I do like McKenzie better than Ray. So you already have Ray. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I. I was pissed. I should have taken Boyce. I did the same thing. I went. I took it and I went. I just saw his K number. I was like, "Oh, it's over two hundred. I gotta take him." Yeah, his K's are bananas. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, Yeah, get your third pitcher. You'll be solid. You'll be smart. All right, I'm going Mackenzie. All right, let's let's keep moving on here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So uh, Robert Acuna is the next. Oh, here we go. Uh, a Braves perfect DH. Crone, yeah. Uncle Ted talks. Loving, loving the comments, man. Um, so Robert Acuna, you know, comes into 2023. Oh, you know, a, a full year now and change removed from his ACL injury. Um, you know, he kind of struggled a little bit last year, especially in the power department. Do we expect him to kind of? bounce back to the pre ACL injury Acuna where he was, you know, on pace for at least easily 30, 30, you know, he wants that 40, 40 range. Do we expect that to come back for him? He's being drafted that way. That's for sure. uh, yeah. I, I do believe that, that Acuna is going to get back on track and get back to being like the power is going to come back. Like that's, what's missing, right? It's the power. So it's it, the question really is, do you believe that the power is going to get back on track a full year plus removed from the injury? I say yes. Yeah. I am. I am hoping so. Like what kind of numbers would you project for him? 
I can tell you exactly what I would project. I got my projections (laughs) up. I am giving him 2830 homers and steals with a 277 average, 106 runs and 88 ribbies. Good for my second outfielder behind only Judge. Judge, yep. And good for Uh, my um, overall third player behind Judge and Ramirez. Nice. Or third hitter, I should say. I like it. all right. Um, I, I am, uh, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I, I finally got to share him in the Fantasy Six Pack series, and I was super happy. I know people wanted to take Otani. People were like, how did you not take Otani over him at number four? And I'm like, I so, don't like to have to make the decision on Otani. Like, yeah. It can be a pain a, in the butt. In a daily yeah. league, like when he pitches, I got to make that decision. Like, no thanks, I'm good. I'll just let somebody else figure that out. AJ, you know that pain from last year. Uh, yeah, man, I'm on the clock in Raslam now. <laughs> oh, Hope or Moreno is my second catcher. Oh, Hoppy. Moreno. Oh, Hoppy, oh, Hoppy. Sorry. yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I would I go Moreno. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. I, I feel like the, oh, the catcher position so after those two is too. really bad. I, I, I actually I uh, like him a lot, obviously. Not to self-promote no. too much, but I wrote an article today, literally when this is being recorded on March 9th, Three breakout catchers and Ohapi and Moreno are in it, but I did nice. put Moreno higher, so I, yeah. I will I will go for Moreno there between the two. Nice. Yeah, in a points league where average helps. Yes, I like, I like Moreno. I will do it, and I think you can take some walks. And, and I and I like that prediction, Uncle Ted talks. I love it because I did take him in fantasy. If, if well, Robert can stay it. healthy, he certainly can. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get, so. give, give, we'll, give me a we'll, White Sox MVP. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, that means they, get, that means they were good, there. right? By the way, I want to be clear. Um, Moreno, not walks. Uh, he doesn't strike out. That's what I meant. Yeah. But I don't want someone to look and be like, he has a 5% walk rate. What's this idiot talking about? <laughs> no, he can just, he can just hit. He's but he doesn't, good, he doesn't strike out at all. And it's Super good hitter. So, all righty. Right. Next question, so, man. Going back to that beautiful home run derby, Mr. Juan Soto, who won it over Julio, uh, obviously split time last year between Washington and San Diego. Um, he did see his RBIs, his average, both kind of plummet a bit compared to his previous season's totals. I mean, what do you think happened there? Uh, and do you think he'll have a bounce back year this year? Yeah, I think Juan Soto had some tough time transitioning over to San Diego. It is a worse park. Uh, Washington Nationals Park is kind of a sneaky, solid park. So I really think it was just the transition mid-year. I'm not too worried about it. We saw Josh Bell deal with the same. I think he'll be fine. I still think Juan Soto is one of the best players in the league. Still taking him as a first-round pick. All systems go for me with him. Yeah. Okay. Joe? Yeah. I, no, I'm I'm back on board. And, and in fact, uh, in an RT Sports best ball draft that I did, you know, which are kind of OPS-ish type of scoring, um, I had like – I forget. I think I had like the third pick and – Oh, no, I had the second pick, and I was like, Soto, click. Like, I'm, I believe in his, in his bounce back that much because, you know, in, in best ball leagues, you don't need steals, so I didn't care about the Acunas and stuff like that at that point. I just want the masher at that point, and Soto fits that build. Like, he's just a good hitter, contact guy with power. You know, he's going to spread it around all the different fields, and uh, he, he's just great. And, and I said the same thing last year in that format. It didn't quite work out as planned. But he he's still that type of hitter, so I, I plugged him right back into to that to that spot. So 
you know, and, and another guy that, that struggled when they moved to San Diego was Machado. Yeah. I don't know if everybody remembers that first season with yep. with them too. Like he was Not awful. Good. And you know, as an Orioles fan, I was like, Not Oh good. man, what happened? Yeah, it's like <laughs> And then it was like, Oh, there's Were we Machado wrong on this guy? <laughs> so um, all right. All right. So let's let's jump down the the rankings a little bit here. And Michael Harris the second, you know, flirted with a twenty twenty campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, just nineteen home runs, really close there. Only one hundred fourteen games. Super, super productive. You know, it's you. You know, you you kind of want to predict a thirty thirty line, but that's tough for any player. So I I don't think any projections are really saying 30 30 but i think the talent is there you know what's your what's your thought on a michael harris floor for his power speed i'm a little nervous about michael harris he's he's a bit of a fade for me there uh i just think with the rough plate skills they gave me some pause on his sky high price i do think we're paying full price for him Mm -hmm. i understand why power speed guys i'm a sucker for them but i think i'm looking elsewhere with him because i just i think i'm moving away from uh, Michael Harris this year. I want to kind of see that second full year, see where he's at. I'm not paying the freight on uh, Michael Harris. I love money, Mike. I'm rooting for him. This is one where I don't mind being wrong, but my heart, my head is telling my heart to relax and my rankings have followed suit and I've got him down uh, relative to where the market is. So I won't have Harris in any leagues. Yeah, I'm trying to. By the way, just, just to be clear, um, with that being down on him, still have him as like a top 40 player. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. at like <laughs> so. It's not I too mean, bad. No, I'm right yeah. there with you. I'm so like, like I, I don't 36. think he sucks, but he's being taken what 25th or something, if that. Yeah, he's he's getting drafted quick. He went with a four-one in uh, in my fantasy six. How, how, how many draft. teams? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, division. that's actually not terrible. Yeah, to be honest. Eric, like Eric that's that's pick thirty-seven. Four eight. Well, we no, only start four. No, that was a nice. Okay, so, so that, that lowers get a, a little bit. decrease of value there. But yeah, in the, in the Rotowire Online Championship for this mm-hmm. uh, for for March drafts, eighteen drafts, we do. he's picked twenty seven on average. Know your leagues. Know your rules. Know no, your know rules. your rules. My co-host. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, you. <laughs> I know that rule. I. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, honestly, I'm glad you said think, it, not me, I, right. man. No, I think you're just punking me in this in this league this year because I, like I swear that I was the one four, and then by the time the draft started, I was like, you can go back and watch the video. This? I guarantee no, I'm, I'm, you, you weren't. I put exactly what was there. I, yeah, I, I'm sure you did. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I'm sure it was doctored and edited and whatever. Uh, but yeah, because I, I can video edit. I just can't read. sure. Maybe it was the day that I was having, you know, my dual contact issue. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I digress. This is your fault, too. Um, <laughs> so, Isn't that usually what I say to you? Probably. Yeah. Speaking of 30-30 guys, because <laughs> Michael Harris II is clearly that guy. Um, Cedric Mullins, he did accomplish this feat in 2021. <laughs> I don't have his but he literally now. only reached half of uh of that combo in 2022 because mm-hmm. he only had 16 homers so he didn't get it there and he had that's almost half of 30 uh good man and he had 34 stolen bases so math is great 
what should we make of him with this drop in power? And do you see his power returning? Or is this really the Cedric that we should be expecting? I think this is more or less the Cedric that we should be expecting. Um, you know, I think the power drop was always going to be coming. I don't think it was just due to the the new wall out there because he's a lefty and it really affects right-handers more. He probably lost a couple oppo tacos due to it. But I just think that Cedric Collins had a career year. And this is what I'm talking about with like Michael Harris and J-Rod. When you have a career year, it's really hard to go to build upon yeah. that. It usually come back down a bit. And he came back down to a level that I think is pretty reasonable. Um, his His 8% homer to fly ball rate cut in half from 16%. Maybe you park it in the middle somewhere and give him a few more homers, but I wouldn't bet on more than like 18, 19 homers. I, I really do think the kind of mid-teens home run total for Cedric Mullins with a ton of SBs is where he's going to be. So I, I, I look at 22 as a good guide. I've got a pretty solid projection for him. I like Cedric Mullins, but yeah, if anyone's betting on him going back to 30-30, I think you're misplacing your, your bets. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I think the power was unexpected and yeah and and, and that makes it the outlier. Yeah. I, I mean you're nobody expected it, so it really shouldn't come back. Uh I mean if it does, great. But then he's gonna be the next guy that's got an eighty game suspension. So I think where he's at there, I, I do feel like he might be able to get close to the 2020 but well, he'll, yeah he'll be like a 2030 guy especially with the new stolen base rules he, he's gonna run wild well, i feel like but yeah it could be like 1440 you know yeah. maybe the homers come down Which even more fine. but like, but he pops 40 steals and no one would be upset about that based on where cedric mullins is going oh yeah i agree exactly i will say that 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 new outfield wall in in camden yards that is just robbery, dude. I it's, went to a few a games last year, and I'm like, I, you know, if you went off the bat, I was like, oh, that's gone. And I'm like, oh, the hell? <laughs> like, what is what is what just happened? Sport. It's like, oh, that yeah, would have been like, gone they, three they, years they, ago. I think they went a little overboard with it, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. like it. It no, it was just they, too much. They like, it. they needed to do something. They really did. Uh, cause I mean, pitchers yeah. were just getting teed off on and it yeah. just wasn't fun. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody could, nobody Summer, could produce uh, here. How many pitchers to... have we seen leave Camden Yards? Yeah. Like, and, get, and get way better. Even Bundy was good. Like after he <laughs> it, left, it was yeah. like, geez, you used to take any hitter from Baltimore and say, I'll, I'll take them. I'll stream them in the summer. Even if right? it's their number eight hitter. Now. You're yeah. doing that with the pitchers. Like people are probably back in on Kyle Gibson because he's going over there type deals. So, right. Yeah. I think they went too far with it. It doesn't even look good either. It kind of looks janky. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, it's just like, man, it, somebody's going to hit that corner one day because oh. <laughs> it yes. literally is a 90 degree angle yes. at one point. It's just like, poof, someone's going to get killed out there. It was a nice, like, like kind of angle. It was just no, a normal, just... like, wall. It was just <laughs> yeah, short. It was and... fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, man, really, yeah. even the, I mean, the, the power like, really what the what the hell are we supposed to do with this like we, yeah. we can't your zero degree turn mower still does not like although this. we we still got uh you know adley rushman 500 plus slugging catcher Ooh. the only guy I, the guy guys got it i get it you know just uh yeah i think that's going to be tough to produce there in that in that ballpark unfortunately um but all right, let's your move. White Sox. 
on here too. A couple of White Sox, and you know, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, both phenomenal talents, right? I mentioned Robert earlier because I drafted him. But when these guys are on the field, right, we know they are premier talents. They've just got to stay on the field. Knowing that they have this injury history, are you willing to take them at their, I mean, semi-reduced cost? I feel like because if, if we knew they could stay on the field, they wouldn't be going where they're going. But So it is a semi-reduced cost, but it's still pricey. Are you willing to yeah. take them where they are going, and which one do you prefer? Huge on Eloy. Um, okay. So, yeah, I am taking him. I kind of have a, a, a theory or not a, an adage, something I subscribe to. I'm not the only one. I didn't make this up. It's not special or anything. But when everything's in place except for the health, like when the skills are ironclad and all I need is health, I'm going to take those gambles because we just can't predict health that well. Yes, previous injury is a good indicator for future injury. That is definitely true. But that doesn't guarantee anything. Doesn't mean that guy will get hurt. So I'm going to take those gambles. And somebody like Eloy Jimenez, I think, is a 40-plus homer type hitter. Mm-hmm. If healthy, we haven't seen much health from him. I grant that. But I'm willing to take that shot. Robert, I have a few more questions about his skills than I do, Eloy. But you can make the exact same case. And if he's your guy, then I say you jump in on him because it's the same kind of deal. You're just looking for the health. And if it comes through, watch out. Uh, so, uh, yeah. You know, uh, Luis Robert can go crazy. Yeah. But yeah, between the two, I'm big on Eloy. That's my guy. I've got him in probably way too many leagues at this point because you don't want to be too overexposed on somebody who's had such health issues. But I, I love what he did in 2019. I don't think it was a product of the rabbit ball. I, I believe in him as a true badass hitter. And I think he's going to have a wonderful season if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I think the power is more there for Eli. I like the cry, I like the combo of <laughs> I like I like the power combo of of Robert, right? So I know the the voice from the sky. What? Um, I like I like the 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 power speed combo you can get from Robert, right? And so that you know, and that's why I took him where I did because I needed I needed a little extra speed boost because I took Acuna and then kind of took a bunch of nobodies who couldn't. They couldn't steal anything, and I was like, "Oh well, crap! I need to, I need to take a chance." So, um, way to it, go! If Robert, if Robert's on the, if Robert's on the field, I mean, he's, I mean, we we talking like twenty five, twenty five from him. I mean, that's it's pretty solid. So I'll take it. I mean, I think the potential for that is there. Um, Eloy's like a thirty five, forty home run guy if it all goes right, though. For sure. So oh, that, yeah. that's for real with him. Yeah. And I, I know I that's mean, his, his <laughs> power is legit. It, it's just a matter of him staying on the field. Um, oh, for both of them. It's tough. I, it, it is. Are, are you willing to like, so, so Paul, you've, you've drafted Eloy in redraft league this year. Yeah. Uh, I saw he went seven twelve <laughs> in this league. Now this is only a four outfielder league. So, he probably goes slightly higher in your five outfielder leagues, but mm-hmm. um, seven that, twelve enough, is pick eighty four. That's that's kind of around where he's going, even yeah. in in five five outfielder leagues. So yeah, yeah. I'm a hundred percent in. I've already, like I said, got him in multiple leagues. And the thing of it is, if a guy, a guy like this that I really believe in, I don't want to move away from them as I get into my bigger dollar leagues, which you know the main events coming up. That's my biggest dollar league. So somebody like Eli Jimenez. I kind of am looking at him. He's a pick 73 on average this month in the Rotowire online championship. That's five outfielder, 12 teams. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
You have something there. You got to take chances sometimes in those leagues, and you know you yes. got to hit on them. If, well, if not, you're gonna I lose. Mean, so Dave, I get it. Dave was talking about it last week. Dave Eddie. I mean, it's like you don't get in these leagues to just play. You get in these leagues thinking you're going to win them, Absolutely. and that's the kind of risks you need to take if you're if you want to win. You go after your guys because you have that confidence. You you know that they're risk is worth the reward mm-hmm. so uh, and, and again right. like, don't, don't stop buying them when you get in yeah you know I, I i talked to justin mason about this my podcast co-host and make fun of him sometimes because he'll get he'll get gun shy after a while when the market goes up on a guy that he likes and then he'll stop taking them and it's not always this way but we tend to play our more expensive leagues later you know our bigger yeah. dollar ones and it's like well, I got this guy in all these other cheaper leagues, but I didn't get him in my biggest league. So then when he broke out, Cedric Mullins, which is what happened to Justin, he didn't have him in the leagues that mattered most. And I was like, you're a mm. dum-dum. Yeah. You should have <laughs> stuck That's with what way. you wanted to do. Was, yeah, yeah. That, was the, exactly. that was the kind way to say it to him. That was what he called him on our podcast. On theirs, <laughs> probably different now. <laughs> uh, hey, anytime that happens, I love and will never let die the idea of being able to put joe down and talk shit to him but it, it, it's few and far between unfortunately so it's mythical <laughs> what did i just we, say we what, know what you, gets you, aj you up needed in the to morning. chime in there really you needed to chime in there? I, we haven't talked about you beating me enough asshole didn't didn't you bring you brought it up in fairness you did bring it up <laughs> You you handed just me the platter. I, I just took it. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I brought it up to pat you on the back. You're welcome, Dick. Anyway, <laughs> all right. In his first season in Philadelphia, a place that I hold near and dear, obviously, uh, Mr. Kyle Schwarber became known as the Schwarbaum. And I'm mm-hmm. sure he was called that in Chicago, whatever. And Washington is a smaller city. It doesn't matter as much. Shots as fired at Chicago. Um, yeah. Get so, and I've been there. It's the Cubs. I've been. What? What? What did you say? You're, what? you're lucky it's shots fired at the Cubs. And I'm yeah, the, White Sox. the White Sox fan wasn't going to listen to that BS. It, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm firing shots all over. AL, NL. I'm an equal opportunity shots firer. All right. Fire. Anyway, make it a so, too. It's cool. The big, good. The big issue. I'm not making up words. I wrote fire dictionary. All right. Oh, okay. It's my middle name. Anyway, <laughs> it's really not. I have no idea what's going on anymore. So it's already two thirds of the Schwar bombs were. He had 46 total. So. Two thirds of that were with bases empty. That's a lot to do with the fact that he was a leadoff hitter last mm-hmm. year, this and that. And he's very comfortable there. Obviously, he's productive there. But listening to Philly Sports Radio every day during the season, all they talked about was. Well, you got to bump him back in the order. He's got to get, you know, you know, the RBIs, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And I kind of agree. But yeah. with Trey Turner now in town, 
I mean, he's highly likely to take over the leadoff spot. It's already been talked about, at least on the radio. So I, 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 I would call it a lock, to be honest. Yes. I mean, it's it's pretty stupid not to put him there. Uh, I mean, I, I think with that happening, it's obviously safe to assume Schwarber's run production, which he had 100 last year, will will take a dip. But his RBI total now may bounce back up and offset mm-hmm. that. So what do you expect out of the Schwarbaum in this second season with, obviously, still a potent lineup? Yeah, I expect a fantastic season uh, from Schwarber. I, I love him. I was big on him last year. I remain big on him. This dude just finds the best parks in the league and just continues to go to them. You know, yeah. Wrigley was pretty nice, although not as nice for lefties, but he didn't have any troubles there. Washington, ba- uh, Boston, now Philly. Love his choices. He's making great decisions out there. Yeah, it's going to be the easy, you know, math. Runs go down, RBIs go up. They'll kind of counter counterbalance and end up being pretty similarly great. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's going to swipe. What did he swipe? 10 last year. That was pretty cool. He was 10 for yeah. 11. That looks like something that's just going to stand out as a career I, high. I doubt even yeah. with the rule changes that he's going to go ahead and drop another 10 bomb. I put him down for three, but give me big power production from Kyle Schwarber yes. without a doubt 40 homers I got him for 91 runs 106 ribbies and a 234 average and maybe with the shift changes nice. it can go even higher on the I, batting average yeah I, I still gave him a pretty decent jump from 218 to 234 though. but the nice thing with him is that he's very good at taking pitches taking walks he's got a great yep. plate discipline always um, on base so his his OBP if you're playing in that instead of average huge I mean Definitely shifts him up uh, for value. Joe, what do you think of the shore bam? (laughs) I mean, a a lot of what Paul said. Um, You know, I think you know batting average leagues you can maybe shy away a little bit, but it's hard to it's hard to move away from that that elite power uh, that you just can you can count on. Like we hope it comes from a bunch of guys that you can draft behind him, but you can kind of bank on you know near 40 for him i would say this year uh if not over yeah. 40 and uh, so over. you you would hope that you know Babbitt goes day. back up you know especially with with the lack of shift and so that's going to help his batting average although it's going to help a little bit of everybody so maybe just kind of you know kind of equals out um but yeah i, I think uh he's a a fine target and, and he's kind of for some reason somebody i just kind of don't pay attention to him in my draft rooms i've noticed and he gets Easy. drafted and i'm like oh crap i probably should have looked at him i, I should look at that guy yeah. i don't know good. why like it oh. happens in every hmm. single draft of mine i just that guy's pretty i think damn i have good. i think i have the years where he like you know that last year chicago where like it just kind of was like nah wasn't great <laughs> you know you know you, you yeah. finally dive in on the year that he's like yeah he's going to of course, yeah. Oh wait, Jojo after me. Noted. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna play like that's shit. pretty typical. And I, I can I can talk to a lot of guys about that. You know, look at my TGFBI teams from the year, past few years. Every single like top five pick was like, oh, I'm hurt in the first two weeks. Thanks, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm I'm out because they care so much about your teams. It's almost like they don't, which is very rude. It is. It the, is tens of millions and billions of dollars they 
They hey. should care more about our fantasy teams. I agree. They, sh- they really should. I mean, what the hell are we even doing here? They people? should be like Austin they Eckler, sure. right? For football. Yeah. We're here be like, yeah, promoting God, like, you. Draft me because I'm going to be awesome. Tell us. Tell us, guys. Um. <laughs> nah, instead, we get Miles Sanders saying, so We don't rude. care about your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, throwing and shade look. at Philly. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> AJ. You I had to. Love it. You hit him. Love it. <laughs> Listen, it. I understand the guys that don't care because some people are really aggro and crazy yeah, about no, it. You hurt my mean. team. I'd be like, What? I don't care. So I don't mind the players that kind of push back pretty hard, but Absolutely. it is cool the ones who are like, Oh, you know, I like when I do well for fantasy, and it's nice when people come up and say nice things. Yeah. But if you're ever the type of person that's going to go up to a player and blame him for anything or anything like that, you're a clown and you should punch yourself in the throat. Absolutely, should, 100%. Yes. probably do worse things than Please that. Please videotape. You're, exactly. you're nicer yeah. than me, Paul. Um, you could now become <laughs> your own YouTube channel of dumbass debauchery because you deserve to be. Yes. Yeah, do not just, ever slander a player, even tongue in cheek. Tweet people get them. too aggro with it. Ridiculous. Don't tweet them. It's embarrassing. It makes us all look bad, and then you put a bad name on the fantasy industry. So don't don't ruin our industry by actually getting mad at players because they didn't perform for you. Shut that up, man. They don't. That's yeah. not what they're there for. They're I mean, getting too. mad that a guy didn't perform, especially is one in thing, football, but being mad right? at a player oh, is yes. different. Yeah, you can be mad that he like he didn't come through because he's like, like oh man, players. I only needed five, but I got three. Damn it! And, and honestly, all you do is get the shit beat out of you on every play <laughs> when you're out on the field. And yeah, that's still not good enough, man. Come on. Bro. Yeah, exactly. You're putting my you're, fantasy team lost because of that. You're last getting early onset. CTE and you don't yeah. have the decency to score me a touchdown. If anything, you? in football, you should be more mad at the coaches. Now, don't go talking trash to them either, but they're a oh, much bigger oh. consideration for yeah. this than than anybody Those else. Anyway, I, I, I didn't mean to derail. The plays no, no, you're that's good. what I'm you saying. Derail all the time, Paul. Like that's what what I'm right saying. in. Nope, nope, that's a problem. Coaches, hey. I'll tell you what. Coaches <laughs> are the ones who call those plays, mm-hmm. and they f it up for. Everybody involved, like a bunch of jerks. <laughs> I think we're staying in Philly with our next one, aren't we? I, I feel like yeah, I feel we like are. I know who. Yeah, I, I, follow up question. Them. Apparently, though, I uh, I have to so shout out a few guys in my Jalen Hurts is getting this in my year. fan tracks. I, I had to call out a few guys in my <laughs> fan tracks league. I I told them like guys, I didn't realize I was get, gonna get back up in 15 minutes. By the way, after 12 <laughs> picks. If not more, and nice. uh, sorry, it's Th- going to be like twenty minutes. So time. just, just give me a second. Where everyone's like, boop, boop. it was like, holy hell, this was quick. That's uh, nice. But uh, Jonathan Merkel, he, he said, give me a shout out. So Jonathan, if you're listening, man, thanks for uh, thanks for playing in the Fantasy Six Pack Series League. Uh, and Jonathan Merkel in the else. cut. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So next up here, right. AJ. Follow up question. Like you I wanted to have both of these, obviously. So rude, Philly. Sorry, Bryce man. Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of things to take into account this year besides the rule changes, the pitching clock, all of that stuff. I mean, he's clearly coming off of injury. I mean, knowing that he's going to miss time early, we still don't know exactly what that means. That could be, that needs to be about half the season. Into May or into july it's just all over the place i mean also in fan tracks he's only utility eligible 
Yep. That's in NFBC as well. That, That's most spots. It's also pretty brutal. <laughs> that hurts a lot. So knowing all these things, where I mean, are where are you even targeting this guy? I'm, where I'm not. Can you target? Yeah. I, I'm not drafting him. Listen, I love Bryce Harper. One of my absolute favorite players. Been a fan of his from day one. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed like that, fan. yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm a Tigers fan, like but I, I am wearing my Nats hat oh, tonight. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, Tigers are my team, but I got hats for t- tons you of teams. Dave, Eddie. So nice. I just Feels wanted to show off the, the Nats one here. This is actually my favorite hat they, that uh, the Nats that. have, and they don't wear it anymore. But, um, I love yes. Harper and we're blessed in this generation that we've had two players, uh, in two different sports live up to the most amazing hype possible. There's no business that LeBron and Bryce Harper had living up to this obscene hype that we put on them and exceeding it in both cases, I would say. And so I've always loved him for that. He's great. That said, I just put that caveat out to say this isn't some Harper hate or anything because I know a lot of people do hate him. I love him. Not drafting him this year, even in a league with IL spots. I'm not drafting him because the price is too high Mm -hmm. for somebody that's going to miss half the season. They're not going to rush him. Um, you know, he's not going to rush himself. I think there's even the latest news as him saying, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to go crazy with it. And, you know, they got Trey Turner. Unfortunately, the Trey Turner ad basically counters the Harper loss as opposed to ads on top of the team, but they should be fine without him. Um, You know, they would love to have him back ASAP, but I don't think they're going to push Harper. I'm not drafting him anywhere. Not this year. I, yeah, I I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm yeah, trying to remember where he's gone in some of my drafts, but um, it's it's way too pricey for me, and I, I just I won't do it. Like he's going in the fifteenth round in Raslam and top two hundred pick it, over at it's the like, NFC. Man, that's Josh so... Bell is going around there. Like Josh Bell is going to play. Um, I, I happen yeah. to like Cabrian Hayes. Not everyone does, but he goes. I, no, I'm a fan. I do like Hayes, a, yeah. a guy that just got hurt today, but I do love. So if he's fine, then I I, I love this guy. But if not, then I I'll yeah, pass on him too. To, but yeah. Harrison Bader, he got he yeah. goes around there, and I like him better. And it's just like I, I I can't do it. I can't do it. I love Harper, but people are paying way too much for a guy that is going to miss half the season. So even with IL spots, I still think it's too risky of an investment to just park him on my IL. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not quite as risky as it was taking Tatis last year. Like, yeah, uh, people were still drafting him in the first well, round. I mean, I don't know who would do it. Even, they're doing it again now, this year. I th- yeah, even now he's. <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the rounder. mirror. That's not behind me, but yes, that was me last year. Going, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, You're still an idiot because there's still no mirror behind you. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, thank you, was- Zinger. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. So. Just, just out. Everything you said is pretty spot on, Paul. So, I just, yeah, don't, don't do it, guys. It's not worth it. You're gonna mm-hmm. find unless yourself. you're in our leagues, then go ahead and take them. But yeah, right. If you're in that, my division, have fun. Bye. Yeah, um, yeah. But, waste to pick on him well, if you're in our leagues, but just, otherwise, pass. Like you, you mentioned the IL thing. Like people go, oh, I'm gonna stash him on my IL. You're going to need those spots. That's unless the you thing. have infinite unless IL, you have unlimited, then maybe, maybe. I can get on board. <laughs> yeah. But even then, most people have like four. It's exactly you got two, three, four, five at most, and it's still a top two hundred pick. So no, I'm just yeah. not doing it. How many of your players are gonna get hurt in the first two weeks? 
So many. I mean, like, everyone's yeah, dropping like lines in injuries. Have we already Rodan. seen? Yeah, Rodon just got hurt. Like I, just I know Bader oh. tonight just got hurt. So like Bader just got hurt. Not. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, that's what I'm saying I about him. Like, oh, um, he he's dealing with something right now too. And so oh, I, I, I adore he's, him. He's not even defining it. He's just like yeah. No, I mean I'm not drafting him. He's on. actually in like a he's in like a. a a dynasty keeper league for me so it's like he's a possible guy I oblique and... too i hate obliques and it, oh, they, oblique has already ruined forever. my guy say suzuki a guy that i uh, love this year and he's already yeah. he's already been hit by that so i'm kind of out on drafting that more blows. Of him. Oh, yeah i, mean, I hadn't obviously gonna... been reading the news <laughs> so prepping for the show so all right let's get to the next question and this one's more more fun corbin carroll the the darling you know, prospect. Yeah. He he got his cup of coffee last season. Was was pretty good. Not awesome, but was pretty good. This guy is getting drafted like he is Robert Acuna. Like maybe he should be. Maybe he shouldn't wait, 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 wait. be. What's I have your to thoughts, you. Joe? 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 You you call him Robert again? You know it's Ronald, right? Ronald. Sorry, did okay. I say Robert did earlier? Yeah, Robert Acuna. Yes. Oh my god! And it's because also the AJ typed Robert Acuna so in the I, show notes. Yeah, I was gonna say it's you on the rundown. Jerk. I wasn't sure. I'm reading the teleprompter, AJ. That's you on Burgundy. Yeah, you you <laughs> Burgundy. Wait a minute, you absolutely Burgundy. You wrote Robert Acuna in the show sheet. It was in the show notes, and then when you said it, I was like, maybe this Corbin is a Carroll. Show what are you talking about? Robert, no, no, no. for Acuna, <laughs> for the one that we did you Acuna earlier. Jerk, it is Ronald Acuna. <laughs> I'm just reading, and so it's in my head now. I love it. Thank you, it. I will anyway, take continue. full accountability for Drink that. that. that I love me. it. I am so sorry, hey, It's the fantasy six-pack. If you guys aren't <laughs> making some errors due to drunkenness, then like it, we're doing it that wrong, is right? Pretty much, yeah. It, you're spot on, man. Because, so, anyway, right, Corbin Carroll, defense, he's getting drafted. What? We're taking the accountability of this. In my defense, I copy and pasted all of our question, like our names for the questions, into this sheet on the agenda page and i was looking at robert it just says it just says acuna no, luis I, robert and acuna luis, and got... no 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 it was luis luis robert and and eloy was oh. the question that lined up with this cell so i was like robert acuna <laughs> it's like that's wait. hilarious i love I it i thought about that too i was like I love it. This doesn't seem right. Now Look, I got Rokunia. The first time I was like, okay, I'll, maybe it's a show me. But the second so time I, I, I had to get in there. Uh, it's pretty bad. All right. Anyway, so Corbin Carroll. Good. I love it, dude. He's I appreciate being drafted it. Thank you. Full accountability. Anywhere. And up. I've seen him go as high as like outfield 12, you know, outfield 16, 18. Not much lower than that. That's about where he goes. I don't know, man. Like, I have a tough time drafting a very you know, a guy who hasn't proven it yet at that point in the draft, knowing sure. that they are very, very productive guys that you can count on going right around him. What's your thoughts on Carroll this this season? I shared a lot of your thoughts initially, but I'm a recent convert. And, you know, when I was doing my projections, it was a situation where I was like, what? should it really be this high of a projection? Like I am regressing the minor league numbers and it's still coming out to put him at this high, crazy dollar value. And then talking with Eric Longenhagen, our lead prospect writer over at fan, fan graphs, he just kind of raved over him. And, you know, I know it's a bit of an, the appeal to authority fallacy, but I said, you know what? Okay. I'm in because I love this guy. And I was just kind of protecting myself with 
by lowering my projection artificially, but I'm in. I'm absolutely in. I, I think he can be one of these game changers here. The power, the speed, it's all there. Even if the power isn't, though, I think the speed could really carry mm-hmm. Carroll to just a new height. Even if he hits like 14 homers, he could steal 40-plus bases. And so even if you're talking like 1440 with a 275 average and solid runs ribbies, because I like the baby snakes, that's an obscene line. So again, I re-raised my projection on him. I'm in. I don't know if I'm going to get him because I think as we get closer to the season, the draft price is even going to go higher. But I am interested. I took Bobby Witt in the fourth round of my main event last year. I set the new min on him at the time. I got Mm. some pushback. It panned out. Now, just because one thing panned out doesn't mean this will, but I'm not afraid to take guys that I believe in, even if they're rooks. I'm in on Carroll. I think I would take him as high as like the fourth, the same pick where I took Witt last year, the fourth round. What are your projections? Because like the highest projections I see for him is like ATC and uh, like Steamer right around like 17 and 18, 17, 20 for him. Only only twenty homer or twenty steals. Yeah. See, that's the I'm part that I'm shocked to get. see the steals go. Yeah, really that, low. that's the part that I really don't get on the projections here. I see that they, they range from seventeen to twenty. No, that's too low for me. That's where I've really adjusted. I only have sixteen homers. Nothing too crazy there. So it's right around the same. Yeah, I have Carroll for twenty eight steals with a two seventy average. I even kept the average in check in oh, case you put the cabin, lefties okay. beat him up a little bit. But yeah, they they have it at two fifties. I, I don't. Where where's that coming from? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it does seem a little low. Because um, I don't think he's going to strike out at a twenty seven percent clip. He did that last year in one hundred fifteen plate appearances. Carroll did, but in the minors he struck out much less. I think that's a small sample. I think he adjusts. Uh, I, I maybe don't see walks it. more too. Yeah, you know, yeah. He I, I think a, he walked like twice as much in the minors. Exactly, and I think it gets too. closer to that, which is going to help the on ba- the stolen base attempts as well. So even if I go lower on the average, you know, I'll, I'll jump closer to those numbers, and I'll let me move it down real quick. Let me move him down to like a a one. Let me let me lower these hits real quick. I'll move him down to a two fifty five average. I'll get more in line with where they have him, but I'll keep everything else the same. That still puts Corbin Carroll. 20th at outfield for me so i'm i'm in on that and it, I, I don't know if i'm gonna yeah. be able to get him there because again you mentioned how yeah, high he's, he's been going, going he's that going might not higher. even be good <laughs> enough but i'm okay jumping him there he's at 16th outfielder in the rotowire rotowire online championships right now he could go as low as 20th that's actually his max right now is a 19th outfielder but that's with a 255 i don't even believe that i i'm putting him back at my 270 and at the 270 mark Corbin Carroll ends up being an absolute monster, and I have him as my 13th outfielder. I have him as my outfield 20 right now. So I'm pretty bullish on him too. Um, The projections don't agree, but, like, my, my like, gut feeling pushes the ranking up. So, you know, that's how I start with rankings. I kind of do some some projection-based tallies, and then I I throw people up or down based on kind of like, eh. I don't mm-hmm. know if I agree with that. So, yeah, I, I'm right there with you on 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 Carroll. I haven't gotten him yet. I am a little gun shy on it just because. And I get it. I mean, he. There are some leagues where in, in this fantasy six pack league, he's been going like outfield twelve AJ or yeah. You said he went outfield fifteen for you. He was outfield sixteen for me. He, he went sixteen in uh, my division. Yeah, it's pretty high. AJ, you're yeah. muted. Shit, sorry. Um, 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think it was like 15 and 16. So it sounds like Mike had the same thing. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty high up there. But let's jump in here to the next just a group of guys here. And we got two questions here left with just a group of group of players. Just quick thoughts on just like the general group itself. Um, So I know the fantasy expect series, different scorings into that. And and so NFBC is kind of like the the main like ADP that a lot of people use. and, And I get it. But we just. Because this is the league we're doing right now, this is what we we're using. So a bunch of outfielders are all going around the same range, and you know they different strengths, different weaknesses. Overall, like the value for them, like if you were to put a score on them, pretty similar guys, right? We've got Teoscar Hernandez, we got George Springer, we got Brian Reynolds, we got Suzuki, mm-hmm. of course, obliques for him problem. Yelich, Adolis Garcia, we got Nimos. That kind of range of guys is—is is there, is there somebody in that range that you would pluck out and say he is far better, or like he's the guy I want, or you just kind of like maybe passing on this group in no, general? I I have some. So I mentioned earlier, I was massive on Seiya Suzuki, like massive, massive, massive. Yeah. The oblique has scared me off completely. Yeah. So I'm going to take the shares I've got. Hold those, and unless we get some good news on the oblique toward the end of the month, I'm not taking him in my big money league. I agree. I'm just, it's a bummer, too, because I love Seiya Suzuki. I was ready to go big crazy on him, plant my flag, et cetera, et cetera. So put that off to the side unless we get good news there. I'm a big Yelich fan. I think Yelich is kind of like back to Miami Yelich, which is like it's not the MVP anymore. So people think, oh, he sucks. He's not good anymore. I don't really think he is. I think he's perfectly fine. I wonder if with some health, he gets back a little bit of, of some of that extra MVP juice again, not all the way back, but maybe starts running even more too. And he ran 19, uh, he ran, he ran 22 times last year, got 19 stolen bases. So even just another 14, 19 with a bit of a better batting average this year, which I think Christian Yelich can do, that's totally fine. I've got him as my 23rd outfielder. So he and Reynolds are the two. I like the most of the group. I will say, I'm fading Garcia and Teoscar. I think people, we we all, the market priced uh, Adelise Garcia pretty fairly last year. I got to give him credit. They didn't overrate him. But then he he went and overperformed and everyone said, oh, we shouldn't have been so low on him. I'm moving him again. back up. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't buy him. No. He's a bad hitter. I think I think he had a good season last year. I take the L, yeah. but I do not think he's going to do it again. I'm fading him. And I'm nervous on Teoscar going to Seattle. Worst team, worst park. Bad plate skills, bad health track record, can't do it. And I'm fine on Springer uh, and Nimmo. Like they're not bad, they're not great. I would take them, Just but I'm health not health for Springer, right? Yeah, yeah, health Stay for Springer. Field, <laughs> and, and the fantasy juice for Nimmo's a little bit light. He gives you the runs, but that's also team dependent. So what else are you really getting? You're getting a handful of homers. So You're not really getting any deep. steals. So you know that that's where I'm at on Nimmo. Um, he's fine though. It, I'm 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 not moved by him one way or the other. Yeah, it's funny when you mentioned Garcia and how like everybody was just completely off of him last year, and yeah. and you know I forget if it was Raslam or TGFBI like in our Slack channel for Fantasy Six Pack, a bunch of us were talking, and like Garcia was there like time and time and time again. I'm like, I think it was TGFBI because I was late on steals, and I was like. Garcia's there, and everyone's like, "No, he sucks. You can't hit." And I'm like, <laughs> "That, that would have been what me the steal." But, but I get it. And I, but yeah. I was like, I was like, I, I get it. But man, we're like, I forget what Ratter was. It was it was late. He was late. He was a late year. 100s, it early was, 200s pick. Like it was a good. And eventually, price for I was like, Garcia. 
Yeah. Eventually, I was like, screw you guys. Like, it went like three or four rounds like this. And eventually, I was like, screw you guys. I'm taking him. And I did. And I was like, ha. <laughs> you <laughs> this won. Year, you yeah, this this year, I'm like, nah, we good. <laughs> no, yeah. exactly. I'm out. <laughs> you, you take your win, you pat yourself on the back, and you move out because this now is like it's full I won at Vegas, and I'm getting oh, yeah. my hell, getting my shit yep. out of there. Like, yeah, you know, take taking my winnings home. So, you hit yeah, your I'm number done. on the roulette, not just red <laughs> yeah. or black. You hit. I am done with Garcia. <laughs> not just now, the corner. Yeah, the number. No, no, no. You didn't do the four pack in the middle there. You hit. Oh, yeah. You hit twenty eight or whatever your number. Yeah, dude, it was but amazing. Now, That's my game. I'm just sitting here like razzing. All right, I'm in. I'm just razzing on the guy like, and I'm. I've already called him. I called him out last week, Dave Eddie. Uh, he was the one who was like adamant, like, do not draft this guy. Whatever week. you let everybody else draft. I, I would have like, backed Dave last year. And I imagine really it was just like, yeah, it went like four rounds past his ADP. And I'm like, but this year, I, I desperately I, I needed steals. So I, I did it. can't do it this year. Um, if you won on him last year, congrats. You yep. were smart to getting for getting um, Adelise yep. Garcia. But if you're going back to the well this year, I think you're putting yourself behind the eight ball. Yeah. That's I'll just say that. And maybe yep. I'm wrong again. And if I am, I'll wear it. But I'm yeah, going to bet against a hitter like that. And you know what? Um, this is learning from a previous mistake. I was a huge Carlos Gomez fan. And for the good years, I didn't regret it. But then I would continue to rebuy and rebuy and rebuy. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. caught the shit end of Carlos Gomez, I... too. And, and I wore the negative seasons. That's nice. going to happen to Adelise Garcia. So it, it might, good. It might yeah. not be this year, but I'm, I'm not. I will I'm not say in. I'm right there with you on Brian Reynolds. He is a – I feel like he's kind of underrated. He's kind of boring. Yes, like, and it, his no. team but also makes him – His team sucks, yep. but he is the guy that, you know, he's again, always, in his fantasy six-pack so league, I – snagged a third outfielder when you only have four in the first seven rounds because Brian Reynolds fell. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> and I, I, and I you. you know, I bit the bullet on, on shortstop because of it, but I still got Tim Anderson. So I'm fine. No, just gotta I hope he yeah. just got to hope he gets, I, stays healthy. <laughs> I, I, I like Reynolds and you know, there's the upshot that he gets traded because then he right? go to a better I thought about team. That. So it's like, you don't need that to happen for him to be good, but if he does and Brian Reynolds goes somewhere else, well then you're even in better shape. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. All right. AJ, All right. one so more question then on our, here. Our final one. Last main question. So speaking of the uh, you know, quote unquote just those types of guys. Um who are some of the also quote unquote name players that you think will have the most impact in their new lineups this season so by that we're looking at like a ben and going yeah. from kc new york to chicago that is one i um, like so i will i will agree with him off the top you got you got hanniger going mm-hmm. from seattle to san fran you got a jesse winker going from seattle to milwaukee like these types of guys absolutely well, you're singing my tune on a, on a few of them there. I was so out on Winker last year. Couldn't have been more out, and it worked. Yeah. Take, take a little back pat there because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I just didn't trust him leaving that park. It was really more about the park than it even was about the health, which we've known about the health. That's kind of yeah. built into the price. But now he's shifting back. He's not going all the way back to a park as good as Cincy, but Jesse Winker going to Milwaukee, I'm back in because the price has dipped on him. So yeah. sign me up there. I think that's a good place to be, and I, I like him. My biggest like kind of like sleeper guy this year that I'm all in on and getting him everywhere because I think the price is fair is Will Myers. Again, it goes back to the park. Hmm. He's yeah. always been a positive hitter, right? What when has he ever been bad? 
Injury is the only thing that's ever slowed Will Myers down. He has one sub-average season, and believe it or not, it was the rabbit ball year. When everyone else was hitting a million homers, he puts up a 97 WRC plus, 3% below league average. He had 18 homers, 16 steals. But every other year, he's over 100, uh, or except for sophomore campaign, sorry. Uh, and he had a 76 that year. That was really bad, but that's 2014. Ever yeah. since then, if you go from 2015 since, Will Myers is a 111 WRC plus in San Diego. Going to Cincinnati, that has a chance to go up into the 120s. I think it could be this year's Brandon Drury with some speed, meaning he takes full advantage mm. of Coors Light, a.k.a. Cincinnati, and just tears the cover off the ball. Remember the concept I said earlier with Eloy Jimenez? When everything yeah. is in place but the health, I'm going to bet on that guy. That's Will Myers. Everything is in place but the health, but I'm going to go ahead and bet on him. You mentioned Ben Attendee. I think he's just a quality player, another guy who needs health to come through but I'm going to mm-hmm. take the shot there. So I like him as well. I'm starting in deep, 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 deep leagues. I'm starting to warm up to David Peralta a little bit with the Dodgers because they're suggesting that he's going to get some playing time, which I understand because their outfield is not very good. And he's a quality yeah. hitter, but this is very deep leagues. I'm talking like 50-round draft and holds, NL only, mm-hmm. things like that. But I do like David Peralta. And then one last one um, is Adam Duvall. I think he's yeah. going to play a ton. With Boston, he's a bit boring. The batting average is going to suck. The OBP is going to suck even worse if you're in an OBP league. But the dude hits for power. And I think he's going to play every day. He's just strong. Yeah, he's just he's got man strength. He's hit 30 homers three different times, including 38 just back in 2021. I think Adam Duvall plays every day. He's barely going to hit my body weight, but it could come with another 30-plus homers, bunch of runs, bunch of ribbies, and a handful of steals. So I like Adam Duvall in Boston as well. Yeah. I definitely like Duvall. He's one I've been kind of like just sneaking down. Yeah, because he's, he's dirt ranks, cheap too. And I'm just he's like, absolutely dirt cheap. I can just keep going and going and going. And before I get this guy, bam, all right, fine. I'm going to get this guy. And I get him every time because I love it. It's money, dude. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you're not. That's a kind of like late round sleeper you're not finding in any other position and you can't go broke on Duval, right he's picked 300 yeah. something like what if he sucks if he's just terrible and like the, the batting bad batting average, <laughs> you drop him and move on even in a 15 team league like even in a deeper format yeah, you just like, move on okay. so it's missed, all upside with him yeah yeah so uh i think i think the last question which i think you answered a bunch of these already but if you got a couple more feel free to throw it in because it's like we like to ask our guests the their favorite late round targets, but it sounds like you threw a bunch of those in. But do you have any other ones? Sure, I'm a big uh, Oswaldo Cabrera fan. He's a super utility for New York. I think he's going to find his playing time. Switch hitter, really, really like him. Edward Oliveras finally going to get his full slate of opportunity in Kansas City. <laughs> I, I I don't want to aggressively co-sign this guy. I might just take the plunge myself and not bring other people on the sinking ship with me. But I can't quit Trent Grisham. Uh, I've got a problem yeah, there. I just, I'm right I just there with you, like it. Speaking of sinking ships that I, I might just advocate for myself and not tell everyone else to get on, not because I'm hogging him to myself, but because I don't know if it's going to work. I still love Dylan Carlson too. And I understand people are worried about the playing. Oh, Carl, Carlson's one of my Christmas. 
I actually yeah, think yeah. Juan Yepes is, is tricky though. Could take the the playing time dip more than Carlson though, and apparently he worked on his swing. We'll see, but I'm not quitting him. I still love uh, Dylan Carlson, and then Leody Tavares in Texas, power speed guy, nah. um, has some issues as well, but he's going so late that it's kind of built into the price. He's going to get a full time burn, uh, plays good defense, so I do like Leody Tavares as well. AJ, you got anybody? <sighs> oh. I got one. If you want to take your time and look. no, go go ahead and yeah. Um, so let, let one, a guy that quick. I can't quit uh, kind of helped me win a league a few years ago, and, and so it's kind of near and dear to my heart. Raymond Laureano, and uh, yes, you know, I, know I like him dealing too. with uh, you know some groin issues right now, but yeah, this guy is feels like he's, he's a good been completely forgotten. He's, he's a good player, man. He little power, little speed, like yep. he. And another guy like Reynolds Super. who could get traded out and get upside yeah. from that. Like yeah. he doesn't need to to be he, solid. I mean, he should have been traded last year. I know. Well, the, like, the only thing well, I will say. Well, because of the suspension and everything exactly. else. Like, well, he was hurt they want right him, away. Yeah. I mean, that's what burned him. But they want him to it. rebuild his value. And yeah. he's not a free agent until after 2025. So Oakland yeah. does have some time there. So I'm not going to crush them for not trading him. But I agree. They need to start looking to, yeah. to moving him. Soon. Another guy who I – cannot quit for whatever reason he has like these spurts where it's just like and i seem to grab him right at the beginning of him lane thomas i like him too nationals he's another like sneaky power speed guy you know i draft like he had a strong finish to 2021 so i drafted him in 2022 he was horrible for the first like four months Same. and then he like started coming on and I picked him up and I was like, see, see, this is what I thought. I was yep. <laughs> and totally then now agree. I'm like, no, nah, I'm all in again. Now you don't have to pay as much for him this year because people that are off, but he's a guy, he's another guy. And I'm just like, please just make another, it work. <laughs> another guy I should mention, cause he is going pretty late. Um, even in 15 teamers who I also adore same reasons as what I was saying about Will Myers. It's his teammate, Jake Fraley. Um, yeah. really loved yeah. him last year and the injuries were the only thing that stopped him if you look at he did what he did when he got back from the injury he was he was the breakout dude that i was hoping for it just wasn't a big enough sample when he came back he put up 53 games with a uh, 11 homers and three steals 295 average that pans out to 34 and nine in a full season now, i'm not saying that he's going to be that because you shouldn't extrapolate numbers like that i'm just right. putting out what the pace was that's how well he was hitting. I'm a sucker for guys in, in um, Coors Light, as I like to call it. I was calling it Coors Junior, and then a listener said, Coors Light, it's right there. The easy joke, just take it. <laughs> <Yep>. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Co- Coors Light for, for sure. Cincinnati. God, we got a Kato Tomer, Carlson, super cheap this year. Love that pick. So, yes, uh, I'm, there I'm you sticking go. with him. So, AJ, you got I anybody, do, or should you just close it I out? I like it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean we've mentioned a lot of names. I, so. I'm a sucker for it. Michael Brantley. Yeah, <laughs> so he just keeps it's like the Brantley and fam. He just he just <laughs> never True. dies. He just so. doesn't stop performing. I don't blame yeah. him. It, yeah, I mean, other than that, like the Frank Gore of of baseball. That's, that's <laughs> he good, is uh, well, <laughs> not quite well, as death. healthy though. Like, true, it, true, true, true. You know, but, we'd have to think of an old guy yeah. who would never gets hurt. But uh, yeah, when he when Brantley plays, he's good. So I don't blame you. And batting average cheap is hard to find. Yeah, so even is. for the four hundred plate appearances you're gonna get, and it was only two seventy seven last year. But I project him for about four hundred. I'll, 400. I'll yeah. put a couple uh, a couple quote unquote legacy picks out there with uh, you know Tommy Pham going mm-hmm. to the Mets. It's a it's a really good lineup, which mm-hmm. pains me to say. Um, and then the former Philly, Philly one to admit. Andrew. Yes, exactly. 
Andrew McCutcheon. Yep. Going back to where it all started in Pittsburgh. Agreed. He's just I mean, solid. this could be like the perfect swan song year yep. for him. Those are deep they league will picks be too. picked up off the waiver wire at some point yes. during the season. Yeah, and in like ten all, and twelve team leagues, them. both of those guys oh, yeah. and Brantley, all three of them will be circulated around the league. You're right; they'll yep. be picked up for three weeks here, and then the guys will, you know, someone will return from the IL. They'll cut them. Then somebody else will pick them up. Yep. Then somebody else will pick them up. Yeah, I agree with all three of those names. That's yep. call. like we have an we have a uh, an award in one of my home ish leagues where we have that guy like. The most picked up free agent. I love that's it. That's just, funny. He's like, like the it. neighborhood bicycle. Yeah, like, I think that's ride. what the award is. Everyone gets like, to ride there. I like it. Fair so. enough. All right, Paul. So uh, that is it for the show, man. Thank you for coming on the outfield position preview. It was great talking to you. Great meeting you. Um, before we let you go, though, let everybody know where they can find your stuff and what you got going on this season. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. It was great talking with y'all. You guys can find me on Twitter at Sporer. That's S-P-O-R-E-R. On Twitch as well, S-P-O-R, twitch.tv slash Sporer. I play uh, video games over there, MLB The Show, and Out of the Park Baseball. You don't have to play either game to be interested. If you like talking baseball and yeah, if you're listening to this, you obviously do. Come on through. <laughs> check it out. We're always talking baseball over there. I just put out my three breakout catchers today. I'm going to run through every position, which is three breakout players from every position. Got the rankings up right now. I'm still going to do my big starting pitcher piece. I don't know exactly. I I should commit to a date, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say next week, though. I think it needs to be out next week to be have enough value for people. That's, that's me, the old magnum opus with a, writing up damn near every pitcher, you know, several thousand words. So that'll be out next week. Nice. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah, he writes. Uh, I, I love reading your stuff, Paul. So uh, thank you. Great to have you on the show. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. I, f- I feel bad not, not getting no worries. Earlier, Appreciate so, you uh, having me on. But, all uh, his fault. It is. He doesn't let me reach told- out to people. Well, I, I'm glad it happened. Right, better late than never, as they say. <laughs> they wouldn't talk to AJ anyway. They would be like, "Who's this guy?" No, it's kidding. <laughs> You're like, ta- this I'll guy's a crazed you. fan. Let's, I'll talk let's to you. You jump can on this show. <laughs> no, we're good. All right, good Thanks night, Paul, so much, and Paul. Uh, we will do it again soon, man. See Sounds you. great. Take care, y'all. Bye. All right. Night. All right, AJ, that is it for the show. Uh, Next week, we are doing our pitcher preview with Alex Fast from MLB, you know, pitcher list, all that kind of good stuff. Great guy. He's been on the show before. Looking forward to having him back on. But uh, I think that's it for me. Anything else from you? Nah. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening.